Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. But if you could rate it on Apple Podcasts, that would really mean the world to me. Thank you. Episode 97 was about my trip in Dublin, uh, my getaway weekend in Dublin. And it's time now to continue the stories. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly suggest you do that first and then come back and listen this episode just to give you a bit of a refreshing um, I traveled to Dublin in 2014. It was between 16th and 19th, so it was an over the weekend from Friday to Monday. Um, I went there just as I was saying as a weekend getaway. And in the previous episode, I already talked to you about how I traveled there, about my accommodation, what were my plans. Um, what was my first impressions about the city and the country. And also I told you about um, how I uh, basically went around to, to discover the city by myself on foot. So uh, again, if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go ahead and do that. For now, let's continue my trip through Dublin, in Dublin. Um, okay, so as I was saying last time, I was very shy in asking questions at the front desk. So because of that, uh, the majority of my information I took from brochures that I found around. And probably I was looking something on, uh, on the internet, but... Um, I didn't take the laptop with me, and back then I wasn't that good at uh, searching things on my phone. So I did decide to go on a city walk tour. Now, before telling you about this city walk tour, I, I like walk. What's the name? City? No, walk city tour. City? No, walk tour in the city. I don't know. <laughs> what I want to say is. I have not done, I know a lot of people who are doing city walks like this, uh, like everywhere where they go. It's not my thing. For some reason, it's not my thing. Uh, it's not my thing because I don't like the fact that I have to be together with other people and sometimes I'm not hearing what the person is saying. Uh, sometimes it's like annoying when the, uh, we were we are being told you need to like you know you know you have five minutes to look at this and then you need to go and then I hate the fact that I need to wait for other people. I also do dislike um, how okay. So first and foremost, I think the main thing is like I would really really rather just know exactly how much I need to pay, other than having the very awkward situation at the end when you have to tip the person and you never know how much you need to give it to him. Um, for example, in some cases, the last place that we are looking at is like an indoor thing, and then he's staying just in front of the door, so it's awkward. If it's awkward if you don't want to tip the person. But also, so yeah, it's just, it's not my thing. It's not something that I enjoy doing. I did take a few tour guides in my, in my travels, but 
back then I didn't know any of anything about this because it was my first free walking tour. And also, I didn't do enough research to know that I am supposed to tip the person at the end. I also need to mention that I was on a very tight budget. So um, I didn't, like my accommodation and the plane ticket, probably they weren't so expensive and I already, because I bought the plane tickets in February. Um, so it was, you know, so and so, but I know for sure I was on a very tight budget and I went there probably with like 50 euros. Can you imagine going to 50 euros? To a, to a new country and those like that's exactly all my money like what how do you even like what that was also the moment oh yeah this was also something that I wouldn't understand when traveling and people don't like they uh, their luggage doesn't fit according to uh, the rules and they need to pay extra for the luggage and I'm like That would literally kill me if I would have to pay like 30 euros or 40 euros and like my budget is 50. The fuck am I gonna do? That's all, that's all my money. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, the, the world that I was living in back then. <laughs> so yeah, back to the, back to the story. Um, What and so I ended up going to what was uh, what will be my first walking tour. Okay, I found the name walking tour. Um, but I was the luckiest ever because the tour guide, I I am pretty sure he was a stand-up comedian of some sorts. Uh, he was extremely funny, and even now, when I think in, uh, uh, when I thinking back, also compared to, to other tours that I took, he's literally the most, like the funniest tour guide that I've ever had the pleasure, quote unquote, uh, yeah, to to see because. I don't remember exactly the jokes. I don't remember, but like, he was extremely, extremely funny. Now, as you can imagine, I said last time that I've done a bit of research to remember exactly what I've done and so on. As you can imagine, I don't remember that well exactly where we went. Um, for sure, some of the places that we've seen were the Dublin Castle. Um, we have passed by the Temple Bar, but I'm going to tell you in a second more about Temple Bar. Um, we did go to Trinity College which is uh, the oldest university in the city. Um, we went into a park and we talked about some uh, <coughs> Irish writers, probably James Joyce and Jonathan Swift. I don't remember. There was like a little statue. There was like a thing, but I don't remember it very well, who were the, the writers. Probably we went uh, uh, by the... Irish Parliament, which is, I think, named Leinster House or something. Um, I do remember that we were talking of something about, like, I think we've seen the Christchurch Cathedral. And <laughs> we have also been explained about the monument 
that uh, spear spear I think in the, in somewhere in downtown area which the tour guide named it the erection in the intersection which I will never forget and apparently this is the joke that people are uh, like Irish people are uh, calling it as a joke uh, he was not very happy with it and apparently a lot of people were like we don't understand the point of this erection in the intersection um and we also had, um, yeah, we also had a moment of uh, like a break in which it was also my first time having a beer in a pub. We went, of course, not to the temple bar because he said that that is a tourist trap and they are overcharging people going there. And he hates it. I really liked the guy. He was really my type of guide because he kept saying about some stuff that were tourist trap. He really tried to uh, t show us different things that is not necessarily very common for tourists. I mean, I'm guessing since this was a, a like a city tour, probably it wasn't that uncommon either. Um, but um, he really seemed that he would be a little bit more, um, you know, more towards let's not just do the very tour uh, touristy stuff and he also mentioned something the way that he decided to do the tour would have been different than how others would do it so then when we get to I don't know what place to be not so many people there so he really seemed that he knew what he was doing and again um, <clears throat> we stopped at the bar for like one hour for whoever wanted to have a beer and to eat something and so on and um yeah, that was my first time having a Guinness uh, beer. I also didn't know what beer to choose. And when the guy asked me, like, what beer? And I'm like, this one? I was like, I don't know, man. I don't drink beer usually. And I truly don't, I, to the day, I still don't drink beer that often. Unless, uh, I mean, yeah, it's not my necessarily choice. But I, it's not like I won't drink beer at all. It's just like it's not my first choice when it comes to... Uh, having a drink and also during the tour we were uh, I think yeah part of the tour was to go around it's like a whiskey museum or like a factory of some sort it was it maybe Guinness factory and also like a whiskey something around it I really don't remember that well because we just went basically um, in the in the backyard or something like that. And, and then if you had another tour booked, you could have continued uh, with them. Uh, if not, would have been probably, uh, yeah, if not, wherever. Something like that. I didn't go because I wasn't that interested in, uh, in it. Um, and... Again, I didn't know exactly about the tipping. I think I tipped him like probably one euro or two euros. Um, and I really, really, really enjoyed the, the tour. And again, this was my first uh, walking tour. So it really looked uh, like a lot of fun. And I enjoyed it. And what's really fun is by the end of the uh, tour, he was saying that he's, uh, he doesn't have a car and he hates drivers. He has a bike. And I was like, okay, cool. Cool for you. And then um, after that, of course, we finished in, I don't know, somewhere. And then I had to walk all the way back to my accommodation. And on my way back to my accommodation, 
after like like 15 minutes later or something like that someone taps me on my shoulder and I'm like what nobody knows me here like what's happening and then it's actually the tour guy the guy and he's like hi hey bye like see you later or something and I was like what that's uh, what like how did he remember me from the back especially I mean now that I think about it, I had green hair back then. So maybe it wasn't that difficult to remember me. Because back then, there were not so many colorful people having colorful hair. Uh, so maybe I wasn't that difficult to be spotted in the crowd. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So... I also mentioned last time that I, w I traveled a bit outside of the tourist map that I had because I was really trying to get to uh, see some cliffs or to, to adventure a bit at the end or of the edge of the city. I didn't manage to that well, uh, but I was able to see a bit of uh, the architecture of the buildings and I loved, again, the doors, the Dublin doors, the colorful Dublin doors are just insanely beautiful and colorful and they make me happy um, but I forgot to 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 mention the famous bridge which is I think it was used to be called Wellington Bridge after for sure someone named Wellington I really don't remember who the person was um, but then I think now it's called the Lifey Bridge because it's over the Lifey River so I went there to see it during the day, and I also went there to see it during the night, because of course, apparently it was nicely lighted and so on, and I wasn't very, very far away from it. I think I was walking for like 20 minutes, maybe, to the bridge, maybe. And I liked it, but you know what it sucked? The fact that I was alone, and I did not, did not trust anyone to give the phone to in order for uh, someone to take a picture of me. So because of that, all my pictures are just selfies. So I don't, and I really didn't like my selfies. So I didn't, I don't quite have uh, pictures with myself in Dublin. And again, I was taking pictures with my phone, so they weren't very good uh, to begin with. Um, but I do remember, um, really liking that bridge and I mean for whoever doesn't know this whoever is listening to my podcast maybe they already know but I have a thing for bridges I've always loved bridges I'm always uh, interested in their architecture and how they look and so on so you can imagine that I also enjoyed that bridge uh, very much as well they have more than one bridge over the river because the city is really kind of divided um as you can imagine, so of course, um, it's not necessarily only the famous bridges that I like or something like that. It's just that that one was a bit more different than the just very regular bland ones. Okay, um, now during uh, oh yeah, let me talk to you about the food. Well, the food. I have to be honest. Again, I was on a very strict budget. I did not go to any restaurant or anything like that to buy anything 
at all. I just went probably to a Tesco and I bought myself, I remember I bought myself some chips, also known as Chris for whoever is using Chris as a noun. <laughs> um, and in rest, I only had sandwiches from uh, breakfast. Other than that, I did not eat anything else, I swear. Um, so I d unfortunately, I cannot tell you very much. Uh, I can't tell you anything about the food in Dublin. Um, but it was also very shocking for me to uh, realize two things. First and foremost, it was my first country, um, like my first time in an English-speaking country. And um, to, to realize that I don't understand uh, what people are saying. And I'm like, why I don't understand? I thought that I know English. Like, what's happening right now? Like, what is going on? I remember I was in that shop, and then I think they asked me if I want a bag, or they asked me if I'm paying by card or something. And I was like, excuse me? Excuse me? I was like, I don't, I don't, what? what? I, don't, I don't get it. What's going on right now? And another funny thing that I remember, at some point on my walks, there was a short, old man with no teeth that was struggling to put his backpack on. So he had it almost on, but he wasn't able to put the other hand through, through it, so then he could actually really grab it and put it on his back. So he was really struggling, and I was like, let me help. So I helped him without even, uh, like he was basically with his back at me. He wouldn't even see me. So I just came and helped him just like that. And then he, he turned around. And to the day, I have no idea what he was saying. I just saw his face smiling with no teeth. And then he said something in his Irishness that I, to the day, I have no idea. I'm just going to assume that he really thanked me for the help. So uh, yeah, that's a memory that I, it stuck with me over the years. Um, I have already mentioned the uh, last episode about how the hostel was. I haven't actually mentioned, it was also my first time staying in a dorm uh, with bunk beds. However, I don't remember, I think it was a six-bedded room. Maybe there were six beds in the room. And I also don't remember, I, don't, I, th I think it was a mixed dorm because there was a guy like, people were asking each other, where are you from, where are you from, and so on. And it was a guy that uh, he said that he just moved there. So he's there for a week, and he was looking for accommodation and for a job or something like that. And he actually found it, but I don't remember where he was from. I really don't remember where he is from. Uh, but the, f the funny thing is that, or not the funny thing, in Dublin was probably the first time when when I was telling people that I'm from Romania. At the breakfast, for example, we were more people and people were talking at the table. I was very shy and I was not in a conversation. But when people ask me, like, where are you from? And I would be in Romania. There would be, like, dead silence. And then they would just talk with someone else or, like, you know. And that was the first time when I was like, but why is... It's so hard to understand when you're believing in a country and you are, you know, and every time when you're mentioning the, your country's name to literally see people not say anything about your country or like literally after 
the second later, just looking away and not making eye contact with you anymore. And it was like, why is this freaking code name so badly seen? I don't get it. And as it turns out, on the streets, I was hearing a lot of Romanians, so I'm just going to assume that probably some people were not okay with uh, Romanians for God knows why, what reasons. Um, but another thing that I want to mention regarding the hostel and hostel life, um, it was that a few months earlier, I knew that what I want to do with my life is to open up a hostel. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how am I going to do that. I didn't know how, what does it mean to have a hostel and what does it mean to be in a hostel. But this was my first time staying in a hostel after I decided that I want to have a hostel. So everything was very like, ooh, so this is what it is. Ooh, so it's like this. Ooh, so the bathroom also like this. Ooh, so the shower is like this. Ooh, so the rooms are like this. Oh, okay. So for me, it was also a little bit um, taking in and uh, trying to understand a bit more about uh, basically the hostel culture and all that. Um, uh, another thing that I forgot to mention uh, when I was talking about the tour guide and the tour that I took was actually when we were in front of the temple bar and the guy said to us that this is a tourist trap, do not go and have a drink there. If you, if you want, you can take a picture from outside, but don't go inside because it's a tourist trap and all that. And that's when I realized that I actually really don't like to take pictures in front of uh, a very uh, famous landmarks because, and I know if you want to be like famous on Instagram or if you want, you're supposed to hit those landmarks because if you're just taking a picture in a forest, what I'm doing, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody knows where that forest can be anywhere. Do you know what I mean? So unless it's really something very specific, nobody cares and nobody gives a damn. But when you take a picture in a famous landmark, people are like, ooh, I want to go there too. Or like if it's something like that famous and so on. And of course, that uh, that thing is basically something that I realized little by little. But that was also a crucial moment when I was like, yeah, I don't want to take pictures in front. Like, I would maybe snap a picture of the place, but I don't necessarily want to take a picture with the place, me posing in the, in the front of the place. Like, yeah, it's not necessarily my thing. I'm not saying that I've never done it, because for sure, now if you're going to be like, oh, let me check this reaction, you for sure you will be able to find pictures of me posing in whatever place or like whatever. <clears throat> but the majority of the time I don't like, I don't enjoy doing that. It feels awkward, and I don't like to really take a lot of pictures in the places where every millions and millions of people have taken um, <coughs> that being said, um, I have to talk about the nightlife in a very short thing. I know nothing about it because honestly, I was also tired and I also, I was never interested in nightlife of a city. 
And I hate when people are asking me, especially when they were traveling or visiting where I live. I'm like, I don't know, man. And it's not about the age. I was never interested in this. I remember as I was growing up and I lived in a dorm. For all my four years of uh, studying, like being in high school, I lived in a dorm. And we were, as I was saying, in high school. And we were four girls in a room. And uh, we were uh, staying at the first floor. So the building was like this ground floor, first floor, second floor, and third floor. One, two, three. Yeah. The ground floor and the fourth floor, or the third floor, were for students, and they had a different entry. The first floor and the second floor was for high school students like us, and we had a different entry because we would have the door locked with a proper huge lock, uh, depending on the time. It was either 9, 9.30, or 10 p.m. I think it was 9, 9.30. We were not allowed to go out. So after 9.30, you do not go out. If you go out, uh, you're going to get in trouble. If you're late, you're going to get in trouble and all that. And the way that you are behaving uh, in that uh, technically, OK, I let, let me, <coughs> this is a proper, I know, this is a proper <laughs> uh, different subject. But let me, let me tell you how it went. Okay, so the way that it went was like this. It, we would have, as I was saying, the thing locked. And, of course, um, the woman, basically, that was in charge of us, they would have two shifts. One would be, or no, either way, they were leaving at 10 p.m. And then we would have a woman that would be also... Um, like housekeeping kind of a thing. So she would be working night shift and housekeeping from 10 to 6. And she would um, stay overnight, but uh, she wouldn't be like a... Like she was really just a person to just... Because someone needed to be there. So she wasn't in charge of, of much and she wasn't uh, checking on us. She would just like at 10 p.m. you were supposed to have your lights off. At the, at the place, in, in your room. And if you wanted to study, you go in the study room. And um, I don't think I've ever said about this on my podcast, so here's a glimpse of my past. Um, but, and this is what I want to get to, there were uh, some of my colleagues after 10 or 11 p.m., they would climb down from first floor. They would climb down because the windows uh, on the f on the ground floor, they would have like a like a grill, and it would be able to go up and down. Um, and they would literally climb down the the window and go to club all night long, and then come back like 3 or 4 a.m. or something, then go to sleep, and then go to high school, to school. Now, because I never have I ever done that, ever, in my all 40 years of staying there, I was the one awake, not awake, but I was the one inside that would be able to help them come back up. 
And it sucked because I, it, they were really disrupting my sleep and sometimes they would come back drunk and all that. And I want to say that we were not all major. Like we were not, we were not uh, age, like drinking age at all. Uh, because, I mean, we were in high school, what, uh, 15, 18 years old? Yeah, so uh, 16, 17, they were already climbing down and so on. And under us, there were guys, like uh, students, that they were helping them to go up and down the window. So it was like a whole thing going on. And I was the one helping them. But again, I was never the one. I didn't like dancing. I didn't like the club music. And I didn't like doing that. For me, if I ever wanted to not take to go somewhere and go, like for me, it would be the concerts during summertime, uh, like rock concerts uh, that I would want to attend. But most of the time, I would just sleep at uh, Kalig. So I would not come at all. I would don't, I'd never done this, but I did help my flatmates, my roommates, legit re roommates in the dorm to go up and down the, um, yeah, <laughs> the window. So what I want to say about this is not like, a g g like um, growing older, I decided that club life is not for me. I never enjoyed it. And every time when I went to a club, I hated it. I was just going there with other friends and I hated it. I didn't enjoy, um, I never enjoyed really going dancing and so on like I, that was never my thing so again um no surprise that i have no idea how the nightlife was in dublin i didn't have the budget for it anyway and i also was not interested in it and now the <coughs> the last thing that i want to mention because i'm not going to talk too much about the travel back home other than i bought like a bottle of water and probably a newspaper <clears throat> I used to do this wherever I was traveling in another language. I would buy a newspaper uh, just for the sake of buying a newspaper because it looked like, oh my God, I'm buying a newspaper. I'm going to read the, the newspaper in the. I'm so. Look at me how awesome I am. Um, also, just so you know, it's almost midday and I'm still in my pajama. I'm not going to tell you more than that what day I'm recording this in. It's none of your problem. Okay, so the last thing that I want to mention is, um, again, in one of those two days, uh, I'm guessing it was during the weekend, but in one of those two days, <coughs> on my walks, so during my walks on the, in the city, I managed to find, by mistake, like by mistake, I did not go there, or maybe I did, I don't remember if I knew or not. There was an event that was happening in which they were surfboarding or something like that on the river. And it was like a competition, an event, that there were a lot of people around and so on. And on my way there, um, this couple, like I saw there was a, a girl and a guy with a camera and a microphone. And she... Like, I was like, I, I was, somehow we were the only one on that part of the street. And I was like, I don't know if I should. <clears throat> so whatever. And she stopped me and she asked me, hi. So we are this couple from Australia. And we are just uh, doing little uh, interviews with random people on the street. Would you be okay with uh, me asking you some questions on the camera? And I was like, yeah, sure. <clears throat> I was really nervous, and my English was really bad. 
but if you are curious, I can link the video in um, the this episode's description um, because, as it seems, they uh, called their projects 365 docobytes, and they went on every continent and they took random interviews with random people on the streets in the countries where they've been. And it's to the day I still love that project very much. They are they were really, really awesome. I was again I was very nervous and I my English was bad and uh, but it's still I'm even though probably the words chosen are poorly and so on, but the message that I'm sending, sending, it's still something that I strongly believe in. Because back then I was, the, the main message that I was trying to transmit is that by traveling, people can, if you travel to understand other people and to understand other cultures, will really could bring peace in the world because then you won't be able to judge other people that much when you really try to understand others where they're coming from and what their struggles are and so on um, so if you're interested in that interview I, I can link the video it's on YouTube or you can just search for 365 docobytes and then you can write Alina or we can have peace I think that's something like that uh, and you can uh, really have a listen to it um, so, yeah, this was kind of my, uh, my time in, um, in Dublin. It's been, uh, six years since then, a lot, six, yeah, six years since then, and a lot of things have changed. And what's also very interesting is that the girl, she said that they were coming from Iceland, and she was telling me, like, you should go to Iceland because the guys there look so interesting. And I, for me, the idea of going to Iceland, it was like, she's insane. Like, you can't just simply go to Iceland. Like, you need the whole thing. Who the hell knew that one year and a half later, I would be moving to Iceland and my entire life will change for real? Like, who would freaking know? Like, no, but like, honestly, like, who knew? And uh, when I was, and I remember she was telling, and again, uh, they, were, they were a couple. And later in life, they actually got married because I followed them on Facebook. Um, I follow, I mean, we were a bit in touch for a while, but now we, we lost touch, but I still follow them on Facebook. Um, so <laughs> what's really, really, really interesting is that she was talking about the Icelandic guys in front of her boyfriend, that they are so tall and so cool and so on. And again, not to offend anyone, but Icelandic guys are not my type. That's the truth. That is the truth. They're not my type. So unfortunately, uh, anything else that she, told, she said about Iceland, how beautiful it is, how raw the environment looks like and so on, that was, okay, awesome. But... Um, yeah, the, the story about the guys did not work for me. So this is something else that I really love. When you think back, and I would ask you, my listener, um, if you can just think back of some moments when you were introduced to an, uh, to an idea before even realizing, and then years later or sometime later it actually happened in your life, how how awesome is those little moments when you have yeah you have like a sparkle of uh, what's uh, coming 
but you're not aware at the time. So that's why looking back, you're like, oh, this is so interesting. I was told about this and this, but I never really thought about it because it looked like an insane idea to me and so on. And also the idea of them traveling by themselves. And I was like, that's like, how do you even do that? And then I did that in South America by myself. I didn't do any recording of some sort, unfortunately. But yeah, still. So uh, this really concludes... Uh, uh, my story from Dublin and I'm probably going to share more stories like this from my travels but again if you have any kind of questions you know how to uh, get back in touch with me this concludes today's episode thank you for listening and if you want to get in touch with me you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com Till next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.